You need to listen to this podcast on how to make America mediocre for once. And the only person that could pull this off is the most mediocre person I've ever met, John Hicks. What do you call this thing? The retirement solution with you? That's very mediocre. I approve. Helping you solve the retirement puzzle. Welcome to the Retirement Solution with John Hicks. Thanks for checking us out here on the Retirement Solution Podcast here with John Hicks. I'm Jennifer Perry. And if there's a question you'd like us to address here, you can always drop us an email with your questions for John at retirementsolutionradio.com. That's our website. Again, that's retirementsolutionradio.com. And we're marking an important anniversary this month, John, one that affects your world quite a bit. Actually, if you look back, 1913, 107 years ago, the 16th Amendment was ratified, authorizing Mm. the government to impose and collect an income tax. Mm. (laughs) Thank you so much, Uncle Sam. What was that like before we had an income tax when we could actually keep our money? Personal experience. (laughs) Where's Betty White? She could probably tell tell us. I mean, she's like 137 years old. (laughs) So I know it would be interesting. But you you guys got to remember, we were founded, our country was founded first on religious persecution, trying to avoid religious persecution. And then we had the Boston Tea Party, if you guys remember, because of a 1% tax on tea, on tea of all things (laughs) when we look about it now. And and so when you think about it, 1913 was kind of a big deal. And I I pulled up here recently. I I just find this amazing. I, I feel like this cannot be the original form. I think this form has been messed with by the IRS over the years. But I found the original, or at least what is said by the IRS to be the original uh, 1040 form from 1913. Okay. And it shows us, it's right here, it's basically, let me see how many pages, three pages and instructions. Three Three total pages. That's it, three pages. And it says form 1040, income tax, to be filled in by the collector. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So you need to fill your own stuff in. (laughs) The collector is the one that filled in one side and then the Internal Revenue Bureau, the IRB, the uh, herb, herb, which is now the IRS, filled in their others. But it showed us right here that uh, the average person out there in 1913, you know, wages were different. But if you made less than $50,000 a year, and guys, back then, that would be like the equivalent of like a three hundred fifty dollars to $400,000 a year. You're in the 1% tax bracket. Huh. And if you made between fifty to 75000 which would put you, let's say, um, in the four hundred and fifty to, let's say, six hundred to fifty to $700,000 bracket, you'd be in the 2%, 2% income tax bracket, wow. which is amazing to me. That is where our country started. And wow, did it take that idea and run with it <laughs> yes. for a while. They got used it really to this. Did. Yeah. Yeah. And so when we think about where we started, we started off pretty low, 1% or 2%. What we have to understand, though, is is that from that point in time when they started to the 1960s, in less than 50 years, they did something miraculous, Jennifer. What was that? They increased tax rates to the point where it basically could not have gone any higher. And let me see if I can pull this one up, because this is the one that I teach in our U of L classes. Yeah, here we go. In 1960 to 1963, there was a three-year span of time when the lowest tax rate in the United States was 26%. This, the lowest would have been 26%. It only started at one. So less than 50 years later, right around 50 years later, a little less, 26%. But if you were in the 12% bracket today, okay? So basically, if you're working or you're not working and you're just getting Social Security, basically if you have less than $80,000 a year of income, 
1960 to 1963, you would have been in a 38% tax bracket. What? So think about that. I really want us to do this because I don't teach anything in my classes. I don't tell you anything on this show. This is just based on happenstance and eh, whatever, whatever. Everything has historical precedence or the writings on the wall. And so what I want us to understand is from 1913 to 1960, taxes went from 1% if you were retired, essentially, or close to retirement, to 38% in a few years. Now, amazingly, there was a guy that was elected to the presidency, and it's mainly because he had some time on his hands, Jennifer. Who was that? Well, he made about $200,000 a year, and this would have been in the 50s and early 60s. Well, that was good money back in the day. It was tons of money. I mean, yeah. it was, that, was, that was what movie stars made, and this person happened to be a movie star. And if he made more than $200,000, if he made $1 more, he would have been in the 90% federal <laughs> tax rate. And he happened to have lived in the state of California. Oh, let's see. And the see state who of California so, had a yes. 10% tax rate at the time. So if this <laughs> gentleman had worked one more day to make one more dollar, literally 100% of it would have gone to a government, federal or state. Wow. That didn't even include local. I don't even know if he had local taxes. But because of that, he had time. He only made two movies a year, made $200,000, and it gave him about half the year off. So he was able to run for president. Do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, Mr. Reagan, of course. Ronald Reagan. Yes. That's right. The great communicator. Wow. And so when he was spending that time, because he had six months off, he would ride around the ranch with his wife. And who was his wife at the time? Uh Jane Wyman. Ooh. Yes. You, you I had to think about it. tell this to you before. Uh, I know. Everyone says, Nancy. <laughs> well, Nancy was the love of his life that came later, but right. his wife at the time before he ran for office was Jane Wyman. If you remember Catwoman from, I guess, what was it, the 1960s version of Batman? Yes, but I Jane remember Wyman her in, uh, what was that show, Falcon Crest well, she was, or something? Yeah, yeah. She, was, yeah. she was the, the matriarch of Falcon <laughs> yes. Crest. Absolutely. See? See yeah. how it goes. Yeah, so that was, that was Jane Wyman. That was his first wife. And so amazingly, because he realized, and here's the, his whole point. He didn't want to necessarily pay less taxes. Here's what he said. This creates an opportunity for people that want to work to be disincentivized. I will not work for free. And how many of you out there don't show hands if you're driving? But how many of you want to work for free? I hope none of you raise your hand. Please no one no. wants to work for free. But Ronald Reagan was a driving force to lowering tax rates. And here's what he said. Government, and he said government, government <laughs> is not the answer to our problems. Government is the problem. It's not because these guys are bad that work for the federal government, not at all. It just means that they're not going to fix our problems. And this is what we say on the show every week. We have to be responsible to fix our own issues. But taxes are going to be interesting, guys, because one of the things that happened is when we look at it, historical precedent and in the former comptroller of the United States. So basically, the CPA of the U.S. recently came out and said, hey, unless something changes, and none of it has since the time he said it, the lowest marginal tax rate is probably going to have to be 25 to 35 percent, basically like it was in the 60s. So think about that. If you're going to go into retirement, you think you're going to pay 10 to 12% maximum taxes, or maybe you listened to me earlier and you heard about those dividends that you may pay no taxes on if you do it correctly. See, it's a little secret if you listened earlier. But the point is, is he might say, well, those are all going to be gone. Basically, 30% of your money, maybe 40% even, is going to be taken up to pay government bills. Guys, that's not cool. I don't know anyone that if you're in retirement on a fixed income can live off of half of what you think you're going to get because right. of taxation. So we have to understand the history of taxes to understand what they may do in the future. And we are very low 
very low from historical standpoints of what the tax rates can do. This is why I am preaching on my soapbox every Sunday to say one simple thing. Guys, do your math. I know it's a four-letter word. I know it doesn't <laughs> sound good on a Sunday. Don't do it on a Sunday. No, Call us on a Monday. <laughs> Text us on a Wednesday. But I want you to get it done, and here's the reason why. Knowing is half the battle. And the rules, they just keep changing, John. I mean, one of the interesting <laughs> things with the SECURE Act that was yeah. passed at the end of last year, they're going to raise the RMD age for us yes. to 72. So yes. how does that affect how we plan for taxes? The SECURE Act was pretty good for one major reason. It allows you, instead of 70 and a half, unless you're already 70 and a half. Now, here's how the rule works. Okay. If you were 70 and a half or older in 2019... Last year, uh-huh. You got to deal with the old rules. Okay. But if you were not, so if you turn 70 and a half in 2020 or later, then you get to wait to 72 to pull money from your accounts. Okay, The cool. government does not mandate you pull money to age 72, which is a good thing. Now... Let me do a little trade-off here because there's always a lot of pork barreling. Always. Pork barreling in these things. By the way, Jennifer, I tell you what, I was so ticked off this week. Uh Uh-oh. Did you see that now there's a whole fake news thing saying that Nancy Pelosi did not rip the president's speech in half Um, that she did during the live State of the Union address? Yeah, didn't millions of us see her actually do that? I physically watched her do it. And you know now it's nearly impossible to find the video that proves it? As a matter of fact, she did a press conference after that, to specifically say, well, I felt like it was my only, and I'm paraphrasing, said, well, uh, this is my best response to his comments. Earlier this week, they were saying on ABC News, oh, there's all kinds of outrage over the fake videos of her tearing it up. Fake. Guys, I watched it live. Fake news is flipping real. It is real, which is why on this show, I want to cut through the fake stuff that we have to deal with. Now, listen, I don't have a purview for politics, but I don't like being misinformed. It's a big deal because think about it. If you've done a good job and saved, they're coming after you later because you get the money to take. They can't squeeze blood from a turnip. So One of the things that even though it was good with the SECURE Act, they make us wait a little bit longer to take, guys, they took away that Roth side of things. I've been telling people forever, get money in a Roth once you're gone. It can go to your kids and your grandkids. It becomes one of the best basically tax-free estate plans you can do. See what they've already started doing. They've started going after people that have the money, guys. Mm. They started going after us because now they say you have to deplete or your kids or your grandkids have to deplete those accounts within 10-year period. Now, they get it Uh tax-free. So that does not negate anything that I've taught anyone over all these years. But now they're getting that money back in circulation within 10 years Uh, after we're gone. See what I mean? I see what they did there. We're not going to have the ability to fight head-on this juggernaut and it's not even an entity we're against. It's ourselves, guys. The people that, that have done right are probably always going to fall a little back to the people that don't have it. Because we would be a bad culture if we didn't help some people out. Having said that, I don't think it's the government's right to take our money that we've worked so hard for. So my point is we're not going to fight them. We're going to beat them at their own game. We're going to use the rules they give us. We're going to exploit them correctly for ourselves and for our families. Because why? Because that's our God-given American right to do it. Have questions for John? Drop us an email at retirementsolutionradio.com. 
Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through John Hicks, Kentucky Insurance License Number 998827.